monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. And that's the Monster Mash. Ooh, I love that. I remember that. That came out when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12. Gary Boris Pickett. He sounded just like Boris. I love that. Uh, I love that song. That with uh, the Coming to Take Me Away. There were some cool songs that came out in the middle of the late 60s. I remember riding my bike and had a little transistor radio listening to songs. We, the cool thing was we even drove our bikes in the winter time. Now I went from the standard like uh, standard bike looking with the two big tires and handlebars and uh, we should put baseball cards that are probably worth millions of dollars into our spokes to make that flapping sound. I probably used a Mickey Mantle. Oh God, if I could have that now I could retire and live in Panama Beach or someplace, I don't know. But anyways, we used to ride our bikes even in the winter time. I remember having wearing mittens or gloves and you know slipping on the especially uh, early early spring when it still might snow and right up until you know snow got too bad to ride your bike I would ride my and then uh, then I switched to the banana bike when I was like in junior high in the beginning of the 70s 72 or 3 I had a banana bike purple from the Western Auto Western Auto was kind of a cool store. You could get uh, walkie-talkies and uh, auto uh, auto racing cars and bows and arrows and BB guns, all kinds of da dangerous things. And that was right downtown in our town of Holton. We had a Western Auto, a gun, couple gun shops, two or three pharmacies, clothing stores, a Penny's, a Sears, Newberry's, Woolworths, Fishman's. We had it all. Uh, theater, two two movie theaters downtown actually, several clothing stores, and now they're pretty much all gone. One movie theater and a few little stores. Very sad. There was an article in the paper, by the way, this is the Toxic Wise show here on Renegade Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, with our Halloween theme. wonder what you're going to be for Halloween. I don't know. I'm thinking of uh, either an escape mental patient or Frankenstein. They did the monster marsh. It was a graveyard smash. But anyways, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, the, uh, the Red Sox and the Astros are all tied up at one apiece. Very interesting. I think that's going to go seven, and gosh knows who is going to win it. Hoping, of course, for my Red Sox, but uh, you never know. It's, it's going to be a tough series. But, uh, of course... Uh, like I said, remember riding my bike even up until the winter time, which was <laughs> pretty cool. I probably freeze to death doing that now. You know, you get older, you get more susceptible and more. I don't, I don't even remember in college when I went to UMFK, go Bengals way up north by the Canadian border. I mean, on the Canadian border. Oh, and uh, update: the Patriots do beat the Chiefs, 43-40. Wow! They said it was going to be an offensive game, and my gosh, it was. 43, 40, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. But anyways, um, getting back to the fall and uh, Halloween-y. Halloween, I had a friend call, he used to call it Halloween-y. Are you carving out pumpkins? Well, that makes me think of pumpkin pie with whipped cream. I was never very good at carving out pumpkins, but, uh, you know, 
I like the plastic ones. You can put candy in. And Turner Classic Movies, also known, a.k.a. as TCM, is uh, still showing. Well, they're doing a little bit of everything. They're showing a comedy like Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy and Willie and Woolsey or something from the 30s, uh, Mummy. And uh, they're showing also the uh, Aztec Mummy versus the Robot. I think it's from the 50s. I'm not sure. It's either Spanish-made or Mexican-made. And, I, you know, they're 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 dubbed in. You know, yes, of course. Mm, yes, there's a mummy outside. What? Uh, and I know all about dubbing in movies because I used to dub in movies myself with my tape recorder because I had a silent 8-millimeter Kodak projector. Anybody from uh, it's a baby boomer knows what I'm talking about. Then they came out with the Super 8 and then the Dual 8 projectors. But anyway, that's another story. So they're showing, uh, continuing to show uh, all types of different uh horror movies, newer ones, classic ones, even, like I said, comedy and foreign ones. So if you like that kind of stuff, uh, entertainment, uh, keep your eye on TCM. Cool thing is, uh, no commercials. And uh, I have my DVD recorder busy recording a lot of those and putting them in my library if I don't already have them or haven't bought them. Some are hard to get on DVD. I remember searching endlessly for titles I wanted, especially Laurel and Hardy. I'm a big Laurel and Hardy. Farty, yeah, Laurel and Farty. Uh, Laurel and Hardy fan. Say Ollie, he likes Laurel and Hardy. Well, of course he does. Uh, here's another fine mess you've got me into. I love that. I love those. And I used to, I, w I wanted their uh, VHS or DVDs. Couldn't find them. I searched all over Boston, Connecticut, Maine, Bull Moose, online. And finally, Turner Classic Movies started showing them. So uh, I got uh, my DVD recorders out. I have a couple of them in my little studio, my home studio, and uh, started recording. And now I think I have every every one they've ever made. Plus, they're all on YouTube. I don't think they're copywritten, copyguarded, and they're all available on YouTube. And some are even colorized, if you kind of like that. I don't care if it's in color or not. Same with the Three Stooges. They're all on YouTube, and the Three Stooges were all in black and white, except for their cartoons that they made and the movies that they made. And they did colorize some of their, uh, uh, you know, shorts from the 30s, 40s, and 50s with Curly and uh, Shep. Hey, Mo! So, uh, you know, I kind of like them all. Doesn't matter if they're in color or not. I grew up in an age with black and white TV, black and white shows. And even when you got a color TV, many of the shows were still in black and white. So, especially a lot of the classics, of course, Universal Horror classics or Frankenstein. Frankenstein! The, the Hammer classics that I've talked about were all in color and Cinemascope, and uh, they look uh, very nice in HD if you get a if you get a copy or watch it on TV or TCM. So this is the Toxic Boys S show here on Renegade Talk Radio, and uh, we are having our Halloween-themed special shows all the month of October until we get into Thanksgiving. And then, oh, 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 I hate to say it, but it's going to be Christmas. My goodness. First thing you know, you're out. I'm watching the tree leaves bud, and I'm listening to the tadpoles sing, and the uh, crickets chirp, and now they're all frozen. So, oh, well, you know, don't want to wish your life away especially here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show on Renegade Talk Radio. And now here is something very scary from Count Fortula.
Oh, uh, didn't we have Count Farchula in the last episode? Then Count Cracula. Oh, well. But here is something kind of scary. I'm seeing it again, folks. Cigarettes in movies. Whether it's, uh, of course, back in the 50s, 60s, and 30s, whatever, they did all, everybody smoked. But uh, I'm seeing it again. Every movie, people are smoking. And listen, I don't care. If you want to smoke a tree or you want to smoke uh, donkey shit, cow shit, you want to smoke whatever. I don't give a flying fudge. But here's my problem. Why is it illegal to get pain pills, but you can kill yourself with tobacco, which has been proven to cause cancer? But you can't have a pain pill. Oh, no, that might hurt you. But go ahead, have all the cigarettes you want, chewing tobacco, rot your mouth, rot your teeth out, rot your gut, rot your throat, pickle it, pick, uh, smoke your kidneys, smoke your lungs, smoke your chest, smoke your throat, like a smokehouse. I, again, with hypocrisy. We trade with the biggest communist country in the universe, China, but we don't trade with Cuba little tiny communist country. We even trade with Vietnam who we used to be at war with for 10 years. Lost 57,000 men. Millions scarred and wasted money. Trillions of dollars. Uh, I hate politicians. I really do. I know I've said it's a cop-out. I do respect and like very few, but overall I hate them. Hillary's going around saying that Bill Clinton didn't abuse his power when he was in office? Are you kidding? With Monica Lewinsky barely out of college? Of course he did. And I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent, more of a libertarian, and more disgusted. Because the Democrats and Republicans have almost morphed into the same creature. You know... It's like, uh, remember we used to see the Wolfman, then you'd see Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde who look like the Wolfman. Well, that's what you get. Dr. Jekyll and the Wolfman. And, uh, I don't know, it's just... But anyways, I'm starting to see a lot of smoking in movies. And, uh... <laughs> it's just, um, what I'm wondering, I know why you work... I lived in Hollywood for years, several years, and I've, wor I've worked with people that do product placements for... Coca-Cola and candy bars and other products. And I know that they they pay them to put cigarettes because they can't advertise anymore. They can't even do T-shirts or pens. Uh, they can't advertise in mo uh, movie uh, magazines or in television or radio. So something fishy is going on. And I don't care. Listen, I don't care if you want to smoke. The grass when you mow it. I don't care what you want to smoke. But the hypocrisy of it all is just kind of sickening to me. Can't have a pain pill. Might hurt you. But go ahead and have a whole pack of cigarettes. Matter of fact, have two packs. See what your lungs look like in a few years. And they've shown them. Seen examples. And you know, if you quit smoking, your lungs will start to turn pink again and heal up. And I've gone out with a few women... They told me they didn't smoke, and later I found out they did. And I, you could, I can usually smell it. If you don't smoke, you can always smell a smoker a mile away. But one fooled me in particular. 
and I didn't realize it till later on. But I hope she realizes that uh, he's 52 years old. He's good chances you're going to have some problems if you're smoking. I think she probably smokes at least a pack a day. I don't really know. But uh, so that is um, something scary here for Halloween. Count Coffee though. <laughs> I smoke two packs a day. <coughs> Igor. I mean, <laughs> I did. What was that? I heard a beep. Something beeped in the audience here in the studio. Well, I don't know what it was. Anyways, Igor's gone out to buy Count Coffee Another pack of cigarettes here on the Halloween show on the Renegade Talk Radio, the Toxic Wise Our Show. <laughs> Here's some more cigarettes, Master. <laughs> or Red Rock. On a holiday related note, uh, yep, the Christmas stuff is out. It's out uh, in many stores. Well, actually, the Halloween stuff, candy, whatever, costumes, was out at the end of August. And uh, so the Christmas stuff in many stores that I've been into is out in one of the stores I was into tonight where they were just unpacking a lot of it. So, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. This has got to be a, a script for a Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving theme combined. That's scary and funny and uh, exciting. I don't know. Can you think of one? If you can, make it. Of course, it'll have to be low budget, uh, probably, unless your name is Spielberg or Weinstein or something. But uh, like uh, the guy who made the zombie movies, was it not Ray Harryhausen? But uh, he said that, uh, you know, if you're going, you have to, you're forced to be creative if you're working on a low budget. So, uh, I think it's George Romero said that. And it is true. If you have a high budget, well, you can come up with whatever you think would be fitting and cool. But if you have a low budget, you have to think out of the box and with a budget. Yeah, that's what most of us are used to right now in these days, the budget of some kind. But uh, that's the way it is, as uh, Walter Kind used to say. That's the way it is, tough shit if you don't like it. But anyways, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Zombie with my friend Luther. Say hello, Luther. <laughs> hello, Luther. <laughs> Shut up, Luther. Okay, Master. This is Dr. Zombie, reminding you it's almost Halloween. And for Christ's sakes, be careful out there. Oops, sorry I swore. I didn't mean to. It was a cold, dark night. Master, you're going off track. Oh, yes. This is the Toxic Wiser Show with your host, Mark Chaplin. On the Renegade Talk Radio, Happy Halloween from Dr. Zombie. <laughs> and Luther. And Luther. Oh, that was Dr. Zombie. Yes, Dr. Zombie is a, uh, a character I created like in the eighth grade. 
when my cousin and I, now, uh, keep again, this is the 70s. My cousin and I, we don't, this, there's no internet, there's no video games. Well, there are, but they're not really, there's pinball pretty much and some other ones. But there's no home video games, there's no cable, there's no internet, there's no phone, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no Google, there's no anything really. There's just your imagination. But we did have tape recorders and I had a reel-to-reel, -reel, a little wizard from from uh, Western Auto, and then I got a RCA from uh, RCA tape recorder, I think from Day's Jewelry Store, if you folks remember those, if you're from New England, the Day's Jewelry Store, there's still a few of them around. I bought uh, a lot of stuff from there, well, what I could afford, walkie-talkies, and um, a, a screen, I never did buy a projector, I couldn't quite afford one, I had an older one and I had to use that, but um, my cousin and I, Cousin Lloyd from Connecticut, uh, East Granby. Hey, shout out to East Granby, Connecticut. Uh, we would mess around for hours on a tape recorder, my tape recorder, and uh, come up with skits. Jimmy uh, Stone on the Duke, John Wayne. God darn it. Walter Brennan. You know, we came up with all these uh, skits we'd do. Well, Richard M. Nixon calling people, crank calling. Oh, have you heard about uh, Watergate? I'm in some trouble. I need some help. And the old ladies would go, we'll help you, Richard. We'll help you, you, you crooked bastard. But we like you. But anyways, uh, so we had some fun. And one of the, one of the uh, characters I created was uh, Dr. Zombie and his, uh, well, Igor-like was Luther. And uh, so we had some fun with that. And I thought I'd bring that back for you just in time for Halloweeny. <laughs> Halloweeny. Out of a neighbor used to call Halloween Halloweeny. He's happy Halloweeny. Yeah, I I kinda like that. Halloweeny. Maybe that's a cross between a hot dog and a pumpkin. I don't know. A Halloweeny. A fla a pumpkin flavored hot dog. Yeah, I don't think I say I like the sound of that very much. You And of course my my character of Dr. Zombie was uh, modeled after Boris Karloff, who they're, right now on TCM, they're playing, um, they're playing some of his movies, some of the older ones, uh, Zombie Island, I Married a Zombie. One of my favorites with uh, Boris Karloff, and it's loosely based on a true story, is called uh, The, is it The Grave Robbers? I think it's The Grave Robbers. I should know this. I'll get it for you later. But it's based on, and they made several movies about it. One was with uh, Twiggy. Remember Twiggy? I think in 1978-79 they made a movie. It was about a couple Scottish uh, grave robbers. And uh, they robbed graves to, because uh, the doctors needed, they needed to practice. They needed cadavers to work on the medical and medical schools, experiments, find out what's going on. And so these two, two, uh, Scottish guys got it in their heads to uh, well come up with business. If you can't uh, if you can't get it, you come up with it. So they started killing people like homeless people, drunks, and cripples, and whatever whoever they could get their hands on. They killed them. They brought them to the doctor. Well, they finally got caught, and uh, they they hung one, and the other one I think later hung himself. But uh, this is so this is loosely based on uh, on true stories. There's been several movies made about it and uh one was with Bear, boris karloff and 
he's uh, friends with the doctor. They knew each other previously. It's a long story. You'll have to see it. And, uh, hello, Toddy. He goes, hello, Toddy. He calls him, Toddy McFarlane. And, uh, and Bela Lugosi's in it. Uh, he plays like a servant. And uh, him and Boris uh, clash with each other also. So it's a pretty good movie. But anyways, it's always good to watch Turner Classic movies uh, when they do their Halloween specials because they play a variety of older, newer, classic, and some of the not-too-far-away uh, horror shows, horror movies, like... Um, Vincent Price movies, The Last Man on Earth. That was really scary. Although it didn't have a lot of monsters in it. It was just the idea of it was kind of scary. He was fighting off like vampire creatures at night. Um, all, of course, all the George Romero movies. And uh, the list goes on. Like I said before, the Hammer films that were quite popular in the 60s and 70s. The Mummies and Dracula Has Risen from the Grave. Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing. They both acted in tons of movies, not just horror, but uh, some historical movies, and of course Star Wars, and just a whole bunch of them. So keep your eyes out, and of course Sci-Fi Channel's playing mostly newer ones, but uh, they're playing a bunch of Halloween. Of course they always play scary movies anyway, but uh, they especially highlight it during the Halloween season. Thank you. It's Halloween. This is Count Cracula. I need some crack. Igor, quick. Hey. Eh, sorry, master. We're all out of crack. Damn it. Anyway, speaking of scary things, you know, there's a lot of scary bad movies out there. Uh, just uh, like I used to talk about going to the uh, video store and either or Walmart, $5 bin, or the $10 bin, or the $8 bin, whatever bin you were looking in, or flea markets or whatever, and uh, this goes back to the VHS days, when you used to rent a movie or buy it, and then you realized, A, that you'd seen it before, and it was maybe good or no good or not that good, or B, completely sucks, and it's terrible, and, uh, you know, you have to be careful. And there's a bunch of uh, scary movies that are scarily bad, turds. And I call them turds because they are, uh, they're made with like camera phones or something. <laughs> you know, the audio you can hear like people talking in the background and planes going by and you can't hear that the main characters actually, you can't understand what they're saying because uh, whoever the sound guy is, it's like I said, it's probably shot with a camera phone. And there's a rash of bad movies. Uh, one called Spiral, don't bother seeing it. F, Johnny Gruesome, F, Death Kiss, S, F, uh, Legend of the Halloweenian, animated, but eh, so-so, C. The Queen of Hollywood is a weird movie. I guess it was based on a true story. That might not be bad uh, watching something different where they call almost like an underground movie. Then there's Dances with Werewolves, that gets a C. Kind of different, but still kind of bad. Um, and uh, let me see. Well, there's a, 
also, let me see. Yeah, I've watched watch the first man. That was boring. Then there's uh, watch Goosebumps 2. That's not bad. That's not too bad. I give that a B. And uh, just to uh, go over, Venom was very good. Give that a B plus. Um, watch Operation Finale about uh, Adolf Eichmann. The Israelis bringing him back. And A Star is Born. Eh, kind of depressing, but pretty entertaining. I didn't care. I don't really care for the music that was in it. I'm kind of old school. But... Um, it was worth watching. So if you see any of these at the theater or on Netflix or pay-per-view, per-demand, then, uh, then it's probably worth, worth getting. But you've got to be careful because I just remember, you know, I was a, a teacher most of my life, and I started doing comedy, uh, even just part-time. But uh, teachers don't make much money, so I was not happy when I used to rent movies and they sucked. But then I actually worked in a video store. It started out with the VHS and Betamax and then the big video disc, remember those? The RCA video disc, you had to flip them over. Often they skipped and the, it was just bad, but it was better than nothing. See, that's your choice, it's better than nothing and it's what, it's what was out there. You had Betamax, you had the video disc first came out and uh, then you had Betamax and VHS, which both came out at the same time. Same size tape, just different, different cassette size, just different format. Still a half-inch cassette, I think it was, or quarter-inch. So it was basically the same thing. So I eventually even got a, st a job working in a video store that had video cameras and TVs and eventually got appliances. It's got everything, but we had uh, well over a couple thousand movies. So I got to watch movies free at that time. So I, that was a little better than renting them or buying them and bringing them home and finding out that I'd ever, ever, I'd had already seen them or uh, it completely was a horrible movie, not worth uh, three or four dollars of rent money, of paying rent for it. So that's a scary deal for Halloween. We don't want you going through that. So choose your, uh, choose your movies carefully. Now, every once in a while, it's okay to watch a turd because you kind of get a laugh out of it, kind of like uh, something that would be on Mystery Science Theater. You know, they pan it or make fun of it. So, but just be careful what you're watching out there this halloween -y. Hey, you may hear the commotion in the background, folks. The Red Sox are going to the World Series. Yep. Alex Cora for president. Now, I know all you... Fans from L.A. and Boston and wherever. Okay. That's good. You should be a fan of your teams wherever you live. And you should maybe hate the Boston teams. Because I know I hate the New York and L.A. teams and Philadelphia teams. I love the cities and I love the people. But I hate their sports teams. But uh, Alex Cora has taken them to the World Series. And that's why I say Alex Cora for president. Red Sox going to the World Series. Hey, whatever happens, happens. I mean, Houston won the first game. It didn't look good. And then the uh, Red Sox win four in a row. The last game, four to one. And uh, the Astros have crapped their pants. It was one play where the ball went up and Mookie Betts went for a play and uh, some fans interfered with it. And that should be an out. And they called it an out. 
And they said, well, the fans didn't come over. The I saw two fans lean over to hit, hit his glove and hit his arm to interfere. It was interference, dildos, so screw you. Houston, you have a problem. You lost. Goodbye. So it's probably the Dodgers, or of course it's going to be, I think it's going to be the Dodgers, but it could be Milwaukee. We'll have to see. So Red Sox win 4-1 series over the Houston assholes. I mean Astros. So uh, very exciting for us New England fans here in the great white northeast. And I don't mean white as in Caucasian. I mean white as in snow. We love all our people, except for the bad ones. So that's the latest sports update. Celtics are going to be playing again soon. Toronto, I believe. And uh, so all the, all the sports teams are in action uh, as we speak right now here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. In sports-related news, it will be the Red Sox versus the art, Artful Dodgers. The Dodgers, the L.A. Dodgers. Ugh, I hate L.A. teams. Sorry. <clears throat> I hate New York and L.A. teams. I love L.A. Oh, I really did. Been there a couple times. Had agents and managers. and Went out for uh, such movies as uh, Space Jam. Eh, what's up, Doc? Went out for the Looney Tunes parts. Didn't get it. But uh, it was exciting to go out for it. You always feel grateful when you have at least a chance, and I had many chances. So I say again, it will be the Boston Red Sox who beat the Yankees and then beat Houston after losing the first game, then winning four in a row, including uh, three in a row in, in Houston. So uh, it's going to be interesting. L.A., Boston, but not in basketball, in baseball. It's going to be interesting. It'll start... Uh, on a Tuesday and end uh, goes seven games, which I think it might. It'll end on Halloween night, which is uh, right up our alley as we are doing Halloween theme the whole month of October. And speaking of Halloween, I saw the movie with Jamie Lee Curtis, who looks 92 years old. Boy, she's ace. Wasn't that long ago she was doing commercials for health food yogurt or something? Well... Didn't do her much good because she doesn't look very good. She looks, she looked like a witch. All I kept thinking of is it's a witch versus uh, it's Michael Myers. And it was okay. You know, like I said, it's hard to re, you know, reinvent the wheel. And that goes with horror movies. They've been making this franchise since 1977 or 78. So you're talking 40 years. And um, so it's hard to reinvent everything. They did as good as they could do with kind of making it, make, making it, that's all, folks, making it a little different. And now you've got the mother and the grandmother and the, gra and the granddaughter, the teenager, and Michael uh, is after all of them. He's now in his 60s and as strong as ever, which uh, was kind of, one, you know, they always talk about continuity in a movie. Okay, he's such a genius. He he decorates his victims with pumpkin heads and smashes their heads in. He's able to hide in closets and sneak around houses. But yet he walks right out on the road and gets hit by a car. Okay, continuity, folks. Gets hit by a cop car. But does that kill him? 
and then, well, you'll, you'll have to see. You'll have to see. Some strange twists and turns, and I know it's a fiction horror movie, but still, continuity. He's such a genius. It's like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like Sherlock Holmes getting caught by the, uh, the waiter in the restaurant or something. I don't know. It's, I... I was never a big fan of the Halloween Friday the 13th. I mean, you went to them because it was kind of cool to go to. Not a big fan, but yet a fan somewhat. More so than, uh, like, space movies, like Star Wars, which I appreciate and like, but not a huge fan. I'm a fan of the classics, Bela Lugosi, Lon Chaney, or Lon Chaney Jr., whatever you want to call him. Boris Karloff, Bela Lugosi. And, uh, you know, all the rest of them. The Hammer series. And uh, there's been some really new good sci-fi films out. And uh, they've tried to make them different, and they have. Okay, the zombie movies that George Romero started in the 60s. That was nothing new. They made zombie movies in the 30s and 40s, 40s including I Married a Zombie, which was written by Al Gore's wife. What? <laughs> Just kidding, Al Gore. Not really. But anyways... Um, Speaking of zombies, there's, uh, and I don't want to call these people zombies because I do feel sorry for them, especially the children. They're coming from South America, Central America, up here in caravans. And Trump, he's kind of been the boy who's cried wolf. He said, I'm going to build the wall, which I didn't do. And he said he's going to do all this stuff, which he hasn't really, you know, call the guy to task. I'm an independent voter. I'm independent. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. They've kind of almost morphed into the same thing. Not not much difference. They're both... Eh, I don't like politicians, folks. You know that. This is a non-political show, really. And if you like them, fine. If, uh, and I don't know it's a cop-out, but I'm more of a libertarian. And I doubt if you ever see a libertarian candidate get voted in much because the the two-party system is pretty much... It, really. Very seldom do we see an independent have a chance. It happens, but it's uh, we've had an independent governor here in Maine uh, a few years back, Angus King. Hello there, Angus. How you doing? He's, he was a good governor. And I give credit where credit's due to the person, the man or the woman who's in charge. Now, take Maine's governor coming up as running. Uh, you got Janet Mills, who's had quite a bit of government experience, Democrat. Then you've got Sean Moody, who owns a collision dealership. Now, really? I've heard him speak, and he's not a good orator. He's not a good speaker. I wonder what his... And then not that this has anything to do with it, but I wonder what his IQ test would come out to be. Could he pass a fifth grade level test? Does he know who won the Civil War? Um... I'm not sure that he would. Now, her, I think she's a little smarter, Janet Mills, and uh, but we'll have to see. As I said, I don't really like either one of them. But getting back to the Halloween movie, I would give it a B-. minus. I mean, it's like making a movie about Santa Claus or Frankenstein. You Dracula. It's hard to change the narrative, but uh, i give it a B-. minus. It was okay. But like I said, be careful. There's a lot of and you didn't have to be careful on Netflix, which I enjoy Netflix, but there's some foreign movies on there that, and I don't mind reading the captions. I've read a lot of captioned movies, and as long as they're good, I don't mind. But uh, 
if it's um I mean movies can be bad, but if it's made with a camera phone <laughs> and you don't recognize the director or any of the actors and not to say that there hasn't been some good independent low budget movies made, there have been many of them. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like there's uh that many out there. Sometimes they used to fool me with a box, like the cover. Especially back in the VHS uh, video disc days, the big video disc, and um, you'd see it. Oh, this looks good! You know, there's a vampire in the cover, and he's biting a girl's neck. Then you buy it and rent it or whatever, and it sucks. Low budget, horrible acting. So watch out for that. That's something really scary in Halloween time. Getting a turd for a movie. And the Celtics uh, drop a game at Toronto. You know, the Celtics, I think, are going to be a little, oh, that's what we expected, and then, oh, that's not what we expected. Turns out Jason Tatum might be the best player on the team, better than Kyrie, better than Gordon Hayward, better than any of them, because he's kind of an all, he can play, like, all five positions. He can bring the ball up, he can post, he can shoot threes, great defender. He's actually grown an inch and a half. He's like was he was like a little over six eight. Now I think he's close to six nine and a half. And that's big when you're athletic and you get an extra inch or so. Wish I'd have had that. I might have been in the NBA. Probably not though. But we never know. But anyways, um, they dropped the game at Toronto. It was closed for a while, and then Toronto went on a run at the end. And I'm almost thinking the Celtics have maybe too many players. They go about nine guys deep, really talented. And then there's a 10th and 11th man aren't too bad. What I'd like to see them do is do a package of three pretty good players, not Tatum, but not uh, Gordon Hayward and not Kyrie and not Horford. Because Horford's been playing good. He's a double-double guy, and he plays defense, which doesn't show up in the box, scores, and he, he blocks shots. And he plays pretty good D. But I'd like to see them take maybe even Jalen Brown and uh, a couple of the other bench players, Tice, uh, Abuselli, Ojale, maybe like four of them, and do a package for like a guy who can really play both ends, block shots. Then you'd have him in there. And I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, uh, is... is, uh, is the kid going to stay at Minnesota? You know, the player that's uh, unhappy. I can't think of his name right now. But is he going to stay there? Or is he uh, Jimmy Butler? That's who it is. Is he going to stay in Minnesota? Which probably, if best, might be eighth place team in the West. Because Phoenix got better. Denver got better. So, uh, and and the other night, Utah almost beat, uh, was a buzzer beater, but Utah was ahead of Golden State most of the game. So, um, I'd like to see them package three or four guys and maybe a pick and get, like, maybe a Jimmy Butler. Maybe that might be the key. Then you'd have Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie, and Al Horford. And it could still you'd still have a couple good subs left. So, um, I don't know, something something to think about here at the Halloween season. And I hate to, speaking of movies, more movies than television. 
and I hate to harp on this, but I'm especially seeing a lot of puking in movies. And they're showing it. It's like, do I, 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 you know, when you read a book, you're supposed to visualize things without actually seeing them, of course. Using your imagination, your thought process. And I don't know what it is, but it seems like every movie that I'm watching, whether it's even a Hollywood big-time splash movie or a low-budget, somebody's puking. They're either drunk or scared or upset. I don't, I don't need to see that, okay? I don't need to see that. That's gross. It's just gross. It's worse than watching somebody poop, in my opinion. But... Uh, that and smoking. I'm seeing smoking a lot, great deal. Not supposed to say a lot. A lot is a place where you park your car, play baseball. You notice that autocorrect will correct you when you say a lot. Unless maybe you're talking about a real lot. There's a parking lot. I don't know. But anyways, I've seen a lot of uh, puking and uh, cigarettes. Both gross. Now, if you smoke, fine. Just don't do it around me. And uh, I'm always surprised. I've dated some women, and I didn't think they'd be smokers, but they were. Some were subtle, some not so much. They try to hide it from you. Why if women talk about men lying? Why do women hide this shit? I mean, you got kids, grandkids, fine, okay. You got, you know, some baggage, okay. But if you smoke, say that you smoke. If a guy does that to a girl or woman, she gets all pissed off. You lied to me. You lied to me. It's terrible. But when she does it, I told her a little fib. Didn't quite tell you that I smoke ten cigars a day. Well, come on, ladies. Be real. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. But anyways, uh, that is scary. Puking in cigarettes. And somehow they go together. I don't know how many can afford to smoke. It's uh, eight, nine, ten dollars a pack. In Canada, it's like fifteen dollars a pack. It's like forty percent taxed. Here, it's about ten to fifteen percent taxed, I think, or maybe twenty. Canada, it's like forty percent taxed. But uh, I don't know. I'm not judge. I'm not jury. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Enough of the puking in the movies, please. Enough. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to show it, uh, I don't need to see it. Now they're showing. Used to be they just had, you just had the idea. You knew they were throwing up. They might not show. But now it's like you're seeing it all come up. And, ugh, come on, please. If I'm having popcorn or candy in the theater, I'm going to puke myself. You know how that, you know how that, uh, when somebody yawns, everybody yawns, and then somebody, <laughs> it's like family guy. They show somebody puke, and then everybody starts puking on each other. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. I can't remember the technical name for it, but uh, it's like catchy or something. It's like when somebody yawns, everybody pukes. So, you know, it, it, the gag, it's a gag reflex. You see somebody puking, and you feel like puking yourself. And uh, that is scary, and they're nonetheless uh, part of our Halloween theme show. Which is coming to an end. Instead of my usual, the coming to take me away.
theme song from the 60s. Hard to believe that was, I don't think they would make that nowadays, politi- being everything being politically correct. You have to be careful what you say or even infer. Oh, by the way, the new Roseanne show was a flop. Would they call it the Connors? Got like 8 million viewers. The first show got like 18 million. So, And the thing is, is ABC had a pretty good idea it was going to be a flop, but put it on anyway. That's like pitching a guy in baseball you know is probably going to lose, but you pitch him in the World Series, and guess what? He loses. I don't get it. So many good, talented people out there. I have a lot of friends that have good ideas for movies and shows. Can't get them on. But a turd like that gets on. Maybe they'll do a Cosby show from prison. I'm in prison and there's no jello. It's a nightmare. Something like that. (laughs) I had to go to prison too. Yeah, Fat Albert had to go with Cosby because they're one and the same. But anyway, this has been our Halloween theme song show. So trick or treat, happy Halloween the whole month of uh, October. See you later. This has been the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, here on Renegade Talk Radio, your place for the best in talk radio. Thank you for listening, and we hope we made you laugh at least once.